0: Hello everybody, Jordan here, the PH is silent, and in this episode of the Saturday Morning D&D Show we are joined again by LB Hack'em Up as we discuss the new video game trailer Dark Alliance coming out in fall 2020 and playing online versus at the table. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Saturday Morning D&D Show. My name is Jordan, with a silent P H in the middle, and I am joined by our wonderful co-host, the talented and awesome LB Hackamup, who is joining us today because Lucian was out and could not make it. Um, I'm, I would pour one out for him, but I really want my coffee, so I'm going to keep it um, there. And you know, it's just I don't want the mess. Uh, but welcome, <laughs> welcome everybody. So fantastic to have you here. Really excited. Um, I hope everybody can hear me and that my settings are okay. I'm assuming so, but Elby, how are you doing on this fine Hi. Saturday after- or morning. afternoon for uh, you, I suppose?
1: <laughs> yes, it's slightly afternoon. I'm doing really well, uh, some LB lore. I have two new fosters at my house today and uh, one of them is super sketch, like nervous all the time and the other one just jumped on my lap, so things yeah. are going well. And by yeah. fosters,
0: we are talking about kittens.
1: Yes, yes. sorry, yes you don't have you like don't foster
0: roosters or something that yeah, you take yeah. care of yeah
1: oh, oh but
0: geez i could get those <sighs> pens in the backyard wouldn't that be awesome Fresh
1: eggs oh yeah. my
0: goodness uh we are a dungeons and dragons talk show talking about all things D and uh whatever else is on our mind and the games that we play um and in today's world of stuff there was a, a game conference now i'm stupid and I didn't actually write down what the game conference was.
1: PAX Unplugged?
0: No. There was like a game. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> uh, no, there was. Uh, it, well, it wasn't a conference. It was like uh, uh, an award ceremony. Oh, I and see. So OK. All these awards came out. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Shakira won like best game and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. because of that, they also announced a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they announced a. New Wizards of the Coast, or I should say, Dungeons and Dragons game called Dark Alliance, uh, which, yes, uh, at the at the 2019 Game Awards that I There we go. (laughs) Uh, It's a really it's a really good show, everybody. I'm I'm super researched. It's awesome. But uh, so (laughs) they released.
1: You have excuses.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was up at five in the morning, uh, rocking a crying baby for three hours, Mm. and then fell back asleep for like 15 minutes before the show. Uh, so it's okay. We're good. But uh, they announced a, well, they did a trailer for this. Um, and mm-hmm. it's this game called Dark Alliance. And and it's going to be set in the northern Forgotten Realms, uh, Sword Coast area, where the Drist novels take place with Caterbury mm-hmm. and Wolfgar and Brunar. And uh, it's going to be like a, I don't know, like a Diablo hack, hack-em-up? Uh, an LB hack-em-up, a slash, uh, and you're going <laughs> to yes. run around and just, like, fight orcs and trolls and, and uh, giants and things like that. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Did you watch the trailer?
1: I did. I, I have notes on the trailer. Um, I would like uh, to
0: hear your notes. <laughs>
1: more LB lore. I work in the video game industry. Ooh. Um, I, I personally think it was a very intense and cool, like, trailer. I hate that sort of camera movement, oh, though. Yeah. Well, like, when it's attached to, like, fixed on one thing. I just that bothers me. But I did like the level of um it of gore and uh the it was just so well done and well rendered and all that. And it's from a studio that has only done one game before this. They opened in two thousand twelve. So um it's really impressive that the level although you know you get the budget (laughs) you can do anything.
0: Um and it's and I wonder if the game company made the trailer Because they're making the game, but the trailer was just a cinematic trailer. Kind of like the Baldur's Gate 3 trailer that we got was a lot Mm of, uh, or it wasn't actual gameplay footage. It was just like, hey, we're building this. Um, I was really surprised by it because the, it's funny. Okay, I'm going to disagree with you. Because the funny, it's funny that you were saying like it was really well rendered and stuff. Because I was watching the trailer and I'm like, this looks like a 2005 graphics for a 2020 (sighs) game. And okay, it's not there. even gameplay. It's right, like, yes. it's this. And the the GoPro attached to Dritzy's head as he's running around was just like, well, that's a little nauseating. And yes. I don't play a lot of first-person shooters because I do get nauseous about things yeah. like that. So I was like, this isn't fun for me. And then also, the music choice was just, that doesn't feel like... <laughs> fantasy you know like the yeah, Faerun yeah. iconic kind of this I mean you could have done yeah. like a big battle into Mordor kind of cinematic yeah. looking thing but instead we have this and it not that it's a bad song I'm not picking on the song I just felt like it didn't fit the uh the Drix right. theme but maybe it fits the overall theme of the show I don't know or by show I mean game
1: yeah well it's it's gonna be released in fall of 2020 which mm-hmm. means that they're pro- they're still working on it obviously, yeah. and. I mean, they'll probably be working on it up until fall 2020, but <laughs> they probably don't have a lot. They, they the last game that they worked on was a, a top-down Diablo-esque, except for like it was futuristic. So yeah. they they're probably using a lot of the same things that they used on their last game and just improving them for this. Mm-hmm. So I I think a lot of the polish will be from like the um ev- the way everything is uh, created as far as visually and. Uh, adding the UI and all the cool stuff like that. But I think, I think it was a good company to go with if they're going to, yeah. if that's what they're going for.
0: Have you read the Drist novels?
1: I have not. Okay. I know of him. My you dad is him, yes. really into them. And I, but I don't know who these other characters are. Right? Yeah.
0: So. so they're his like cronies that run around with him in the first book oh. or something. Um, he, uh, Caterbury is his love interest. Uh, Brunor is his barbarian friend. Or no, Brunor is the uh, dwarf fighter friend who's also a king. Uh, And Wolfgar (laughs) is a barbarian of the northern tribes uh, up there in Faerun. Um, My friend who uh, loves the books Mm. uh, sent me a text immediately. And he's like, Wolfgar does not have a freaking topknot. This is ridiculous. (laughs) And like... I mean, if there was a table in front of the phone, he would have thrown it up in the air. He was just like, this is awful. I can't believe this. And I was like, well, I mean, it's an artist's interpretation. He's like, nowhere in the books does it say that he has a top knot. And I was like, all right. Um, So the gameplay of it is that you pick one of these four characters and you're in a co-op action RPG and you kind of run around and just, I'm assuming there's leveling up. I'm assuming there's paths to choose, kind of like Diablo. Yeah. And it's just like, let's just go murder some stuff. And you can do it. Uh, From what I was reading, you can do it, like, uh, local four players, like, together on your console, or you can do it um, over the internet, which is fun. So I don't know. When this comes out, Mm -hmm. we should have, like, a a Dark Alliance day where we get, like, me and you and Lucian, and we'll just, like, run around. It'll be awesome.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, my question is, how many people are going to be upset that they can't play Drizzit? Like, three people don't get to play him.
0: Yeah, that's true. I'm sure
1: everyone else is cool, but... Uh, like, for me, I don't really care because I don't know the series and I right. don't know him that well, but like, i there are Or can I'm you sure be, four, be
0: four dritzes because that's what everybody yeah. wants to play. Exza- exactly.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, some interesting things about this game uh, is a friend of the show, well, friend of of the Forgotten Realms Explained show, AJ Pickett, who also mm-hmm. runs a uh, D&D lore uh, channel on YouTube, Uh, He's uh, a New Zealand friend, and he was apparently a lore consultant for this game. And I was going to ask him a little bit more of like, what does that mean? But I yeah. didn't know about like NDAs and stuff. So I, I don't know. Yeah. We just kind of, and, and he lives in New Zealand and I didn't get around to it because, you know, baby and life and work yeah. and Christmas and everything else. But uh, I thought that was really interesting. Um, and I sent it to a couple of my friends and they're just like, well, why weren't you the lore consultant? And I'm like, well, I don't know. He, he's, he's AJ, he's really cool. And Canada yeah. and, and New Zealand like each other, I think. So <laughs> it's okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This... We still have trade agreements and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And there's, uh, so anyway. But uh, congrats (laughs) for him. I thought that was really cool. Um, That's awesome. And then uh, this is actually a sequel. Well, not a direct sequel, but it is uh, a similar game to a 2001 game called Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, Mm -hmm. uh, which was pretty much uh, it was on PS2, I think, and uh, GameCube, and it was on a bunch of other things. But it was, uh, yeah, pretty much the same thing. And it was this was piggybacking off of the uh, isometric RPGs Baldur's Gate one and two, yeah. Uh, that we are now getting the same Baldur's Gate three version of that, yeah. Um, that's yeah. coming out. I don't know when that's coming out, but yeah. Uh, and then just reading their Wikipedia, it's kind of sad because it's like, oh, this was really cool. It, like was released here and it did well, and then there were some legal problems, and then Black Isle Studios went bankrupt. Yeah. And it was like, oh, sad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, but this is what. Not not bankrupt companies, that sounds awful, but this is what Wizards of the Coast does, is they have this intellectual property, and they yeah. kind of just, like, pick and choose, like, oh, we want you to do this, and we want you to do this. And uh, it's interesting to me, because the Wizards of the Coast president, not just, um, not just of D&D, but, like, of all yeah. of their franchises, yeah. he was saying that they really want to move forward with video games. And... Mm-hmm. Being that their moneymakers are tabletop role-playing games and uh, Magic the Gathering and yeah. various other games, you just have a cap for every occasion. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, this one's I'm done with this one. Now we got it. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> when they're done with me, I'll let them go.
0: <laughs> um But yeah, he said, uh, and this is a quote, our plan with the franchise moving forward is that there'll be a new D&D based video game about every year each one of those we want to really kind of go in depth on different aspects of DD, whether that's the world or the lore characters or an aspect of the game so you'll see more games that are traditional rpgs you'll see games that are more action adventure and you see games mm-hmm. that might go a little further uh, like strategy games in a world like dragonlance or other things so yeah, yeah. they and and they have uh, spelljammer and dragonlance and eberron and these other yeah. you know properties these campaign settings they could do a lot of cool A lot of cool stuff with it uh but it's i don't know i wonder if we'll get like uh more sorry i'm talking a lot but like they made that uh that video game for tomb of annihilation that was based off of the board game i don't know if you remember that so they made there's tomb of annihilation the campaign and then they Mm -hmm. made a board game that you like play and Mm-hmm. It's fun enough, and then they literally took the mechanics of that board game and made it into a video game oh, uh, that okay. was on Steam for a little while. It's probably yeah. still on Steam. Um, I have not played it, but uh, I wonder if I don't know they're going to do more like that, or if yeah. or if they are just like, no, we're going to do Baldur's Gate three, and we're going to do more yeah. RPGs, or we're going to do this, or what yeah. we're what fans really want is take the fifth edition rules and transfer the transfer them into a video game.
1: Yeah. Uh, because well, so
0: many people are, I don't know, like uh, the Sword Coast Legends came out and everybody thought that they were going to do that. And then yeah. Sword Coast Legends was a a skill path tree kind of like uh, yeah, Diablo yeah. or something else. And it just mm-hmm. didn't live up to fans' expectations, mine as well. Yeah. And it was like, oh, well, it's a really cool story. It's a really cool this. But the gameplay isn't the fifth edition feel that I wanted.
1: So. Yeah, exactly. I think it's really hard to translate a, a tabletop game into a Video game because it, I mean you could do something like Fallout where you have your choices of what you can do right it's never going to be like as freeform and I think that um, oh what's that so a lot of people are playing like a version of D D on um, I'm not going to remember what it's called but they they play it on a system. Oh,
0: on a uh, Divinity Original Sin, I think. That's it. Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. So they'll they'll play it in there, mm-hmm. but you're kind of like role playing over the game, and and you can make custom things. So it's kind of like doing Roll Twenty, but also having your but like avatars, and, and you can yeah, exactly. see the spell,
0: and yeah, exactly. Uh, it Which reminds cool. me of Neverwinter Nights, and uh, Scott in chat was like, uh, he wants Neverwinter Nights three, and I have been eagerly awaiting Never N- Neverwinter Nights three, mm-hmm. but. Uh, No, Neverwinter Nights came out, and we played that game so much. And then I was in college, and I found other people that liked that game. And we had a couple friends that were like, oh, there's this this tool set to build modules and stuff within Neverwinter Nights. And he was building a campaign for us to play. And you can have like DM mode, where the DM can like drop monsters in and stuff. And really cool, but overly complex, especially when you have finals and studying and things to do. But like, yeah it was it was a lot of fun and that is a game that i i love so much i think it's my favorite pc game i've played it so many times and then they re-released the like remastered version and i yeah, bought yeah. it again and streamed it on twitch and i'm just like this game's so cool <laughs>
1: well what what kind of game would you like to see them do with a D setting like what besides oh, that's a good
0: question yeah
1: um I mean, I, I mean i'm trying to think of like even like a mobile type game that would work well with that because you could do i mean you could do like a world of warcraft type where you have your skills and your you know you take pick your class pick your race and then it's just a you know side scroller type thing or like a full-on world
0: well and they so they have dungeons of dragons online and jordan played that for a little bit and it's really I mean, it's really fun to recognize these spells that you know. And um, I remember I played like a dwarf wizard, and it's like, oh, I'm going to jump off this cliff and cast Featherfall. And you're just like, that's cool. Like, that's cool. Like, I wanted to be able to see that in a game, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: But you're right. Like, I'm not really sure. Uh, uh, That that pirate sea game where people are Mm -hmm. like on the ocean, I was like, you could just take that and do it in the moon sea or something cool. Um, Yeah. There's there's a lot of options, but you're right. I'm not really sure what I'm looking for, other than I want yeah. Neverwinter Nights three or Boulders Gate three or something like that. So. Right.
1: What if what if there was a like Watch Dogs or like Scum of the Earth type game that was just water deep? Yeah. Like you're you're a you know running the the Zentharum and you or you're part of them and you have to climb up in the ranks and that'd be cool.
0: What? Yeah. What's that? <laughs> uh, uh, that it's a first person shooter team game set in like the world of uh 40k or something warhammer oh i don't Um, gb would know
1: (laughs) i don't
0: know uh but that one i wish i could think of the name of it but like you you are, it's kind of like Overwatch where you're on like a team and then yeah, you yeah. have like wave, but instead of a, an opposing team, you have waves of monsters that you have to take yeah. control. But if mm-hmm. they did that like in Luskin, like like oh. seedy evil Luskin with its yes, pirates yeah. and stuff and you have to like protect the city or you have to get from like point A to point B or yeah. escort something, like that could be really cool. Having like, Classes like I'm gonna be the fighter, I'm gonna be the wizard, I'm gonna be the cleric, and then you yeah. just there's no leveling involved. You just have those abilities. See yeah. that I would also like, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, you start yeah. you start putting that D and D layer on top of a game, and I'm like, I'm yeah. there. Vermintide, yeah. thank you, GB. <laughs> GB knew exactly what I was talking about. Told
1: you. Vermintide is
0: the game. I had yeah a lot of friends that were interested in that one. So I don't know. It's it. I, they're not gonna stop making yeah. Um, tabletop role-playing games right and we're gonna get a sixth edition at some point in my lifetime I know all that's gonna yeah. happen but uh, it just makes me sad a little bit that we're like well we got to focus on video games for the next year and I'm like well like we want one video game a year and it's like well and it's not really extra work for Wizards of the Coast a little right, bit they right. have to like provide oversight yeah. and things like that they're but they're they're outsourcing it to companies yeah. um but I don't know like There's a part of me that's like, I should be happy that we're getting more stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, but I really prefer the tabletop. I don't know. Thoughts. True.
1: But how many books came out last year? That's true. (laughs) Talk about that. I don't think they're going to be slowing down anytime soon. I think that those are two completely different things that they are just going to focus on together. And push forward. Yeah.
0: And as Lucian always likes to point out, you know, these books come out and it takes you a year, a year and a half yeah. to finish like a campaign like Ghosts of yeah. Saltmarsh and things like that. And my players were even, uh, we have to scale back some of our games because one of our players' schedule changed. So we can't play mm-hmm. twice a week like we have been. So the idea going forward is that we'll finish Acquisitions Incorporated and then we'll finish Ghosts of Saltmarsh. And then yeah. um, we want to finish, we want to start this other game that one of our players wants to run who's really excited for it. Mm-hmm. And he's doing the math and he's like, we're not going to get to this for like eight months. Exactly. And I was like, no, yeah. like, I'm yeah. sorry, you're halfway <laughs> through Ghosts of Saltmarsh. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, if you yeah. if you guys want to stop and start another one. But like, mm-hmm. this is why I like playing not not necessarily one shots, but like a finite amount. Like, we're going to play for five yeah. sessions and yes. we're going to do this, yeah. you know. And when yeah. I was running DCC for them, that's exactly what it was. I was like, we're going to yeah. take this month and we're going to play four Dungeon Crawl Classics games and then we're going to play a D &D one shot and then we're going to start our new campaign of ghosts of salt marsh because that's when ghosts of salt marsh comes out and and it was fun but we knew like you know it's a finite amount of time that we're going to play but but yeah i and i haven't played through any i've stolen bits from the the major storylines but i haven't played through or run a major storyline except for ghosts of salt marsh yeah So,
1: well, see, that's why I play so many games because I know that like I already have the next, like we're finishing Curse of Strahd beginning of next year. Then we're going to do, I believe we're going to revisit Waterdeep and go back to those characters just for like a little bit because. Oh, did you do
0: Waterdeep Dragon Heist?
1: Yes, we did. And, uh, and then after, after we're finished with that, when someone comes back from deployment, we're going to start Tomb of Annihilation. Yeah. So, but i also have like three other games. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, no, that's why I have so many games because I get, I'm like, well, I want to do all the things.
0: No, and I like, uh, I like homebrew a lot and homebrew Mm -hmm. worlds, but it's really fun to meet up with other people. And it's like, oh, you've played Ghosts of Saltmarsh. I've played Ghosts of Saltmarsh and like, and I think me and you did that. Like I was running Ghosts of Saltmarsh and you were playing in it. And yeah. I was just like, my players did this and it was awful. And then I was watching your stream that night and you were like, I was warned about this. We're all going to die. <laughs>
1: that and was me That was my bad. Your GM was just you. like, what?
0: What? <laughs> How were you warned about this? But like, we talk and you say, like, yeah. oh, like this is happening in my Ghost of Saltmarsh game. And I'm like, oh, that's not, I don't think that's yeah. in the book.
1: No. But then I think
0: about my Ghost of Saltmarsh game and I've changed so much mm-hmm. to make it, like, you know, make it personal yeah. for the players and stuff. So, yeah. 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 Uh, gosh, lots of stuff to talk about. Um checking in on chat. Everybody's doing happy. Thank mm-hmm. you for coming out. Uh another really cool thing is uh there was a sci-fi article about Acquisitions Incorporated. Um Greg Tito posted a tweet about this and it's about it the article is how did a podcast like Acquisitions Incorporated mm-hmm. evolve into becoming D&D canon. Yeah. Now, do yeah. you watch or follow any of the acquisitions incorporated stuff.
1: I don't. Okay. <laughs> I I felt really bad. My DM incorporated some of the characters into one of the games, and oh, my character fun. just just happened to be the one who was talking to them. And he like described them, and he's like giving their their personalities. So I'm like, I feel like I should know these guys, but I have no idea yeah. who they are.
0: <laughs> so I. Uh, they but they paved the way for streaming, podcasts, all yeah. this other stuff. But it was mm-hmm. like, oh, we can watch D D and that's fun. So it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And uh I know you've been playing D&D like most of your life, but Jordan didn't start until he was 30 when wow. I was playing uh I was in a play and this and I was watching these acquisitions incorporated games and I'm like, this looks like so much fun. Like I wanna do this. I yeah. wanna drink beer and laugh with my friends and roll dice. Mm-hmm. That sounds awesome. And live in a fantasy world and, you know, get all of my feelings. Anyway, it was, yep. that sounded perfect. <laughs> and uh, I was in a play and one of my cast members was like, oh, well, I play D&D. Like, we'll get a game going for you. And then we played a game of second edition. Uh, oh. But all of these podcasts that I was watching and listening to was fourth edition. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, well, and and it was fine. We had a good time. But I was like, I yeah. don't understand Thacko. This is confusing. Yeah. I want to go over yeah. here. So then I ran a fourth edition game, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and then fifth edition came out. And we and it's been the same group. And we've been playing for like six years now, five, six years. Yeah. Uh, lots of fun. But so I grew up with Acquisitions Incorporated. I've been following it. I don't actively watch the C team because mm-hmm. I just don't have time. But yeah. the main PAX games I follow up on. And it's yeah. been fun to see these characters evolve and grow and so I really like that. And I like yeah. that they have found a place within the Forgotten Realms and and just D yeah. in general. It's well, they fun. have so
1: much to offer as far as like something different, something yeah. to add to the system. Cause we have in our Monday game, we have incorporated some of the stuff mm-hmm. as far as uh like uh business of uh running a business in yeah. D. Yeah. So like I think that's so interesting because that there wasn't really anything like that before I mean they have the the stuff in the GM book where you can like roll to see how well your business does yeah. but it doesn't really cover no. in depth what is in these books so I think I mean that's probably a lot to do with why they are so ingrained and and were able to come canon in the series so I think it's cool I think it's awesome that they were able to you know take their beer and pizza game and mm-hmm. turn it into like canon <laughs> yeah
0: yeah exactly i i love it i like i wanted to use those rules the uh the business rules in my mm-hmm. ghost of salt marsh game my mm-hmm. players kind of uh were against it because i think they were like oh jordan's gonna turn this into like a goofy whatever game and Small i was like no similar. i don't want you guys to be acquisitions incorporated i right. want you to like start a business and i'll use these same rules yeah uh but then like i don't know you know you get a dozen creative ideas, and then yeah. you take one, and the other ones kind of go on the back burner, and that's what happened yeah. with that. So I was like, I'll save this for another game. But like, I like we're I'm actively playing in the Acquisitions Incorporated game, and it's really fun. It's super hilarious, and I like it a lot. Like, there's things like we ran into a zombie, and and we're just like, lady, you're clearly dead, and she's like, oh, I just, my moisturizer, oh my, I and <laughs> like skin's falling off, and she's like, I just. I need some moisturizer. And we're like, you're a zombie. This is hilarious. And so, like, jokes like that, they're fun. Yeah.
1: Moisturize uh, me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Moisturize <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's clever. I like it. I like the rules. I mm-hmm. was really excited that it became canon. So, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, I will link those in the show notes uh, if mm-hmm. you're listening to podcasts or whatever, uh, both on Dark Alliance, or you can go to darkalliance.com, I think. Um, and then also, there's a Forbes article that kind of talks about Wizards of the Coast president Chris Cox, who is uh, talking about the future of video games with D and D, and then the sci-fi article, and they're just—I don't know—they're good reads, and it, it's—it was fun. So that's kind of it for news.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, now we get into uh, the
1: the best part of the best, this, best part the, of the
0: show, yeah. the show <laughs> that Jordan's like—I don't know. Uh, Lucian came to me 10 minutes before and was like, we're going to do a new thing today. And I'm like, all right, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's Bardic Inspiration. Woo. Woo. Um, and in Bardic Inspiration, we kind of talk about the things that inspired us throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the thing that inspired, well, I'm working on a holiday game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made me think of uh, holiday games in general. Mm-hmm. And how do you tackle a holiday themed game do you take like when you have you well let's back up have you written a holiday themed game specifically christmas because it is the christmas time
1: so. i have not written a holiday uh, not a christmas or or a winter holiday theme uh but i have been in uh two crossover episodes where it was holiday themed okay i've done uh, halloween episodes mm-hmm. which i love to do because of course spooky um but yeah, so Indoor uh, indoor Adventures, uh, Monday and Tuesday nights, uh, he ran a crossover event for our Waterdeep and Homebrew characters. Mm-hmm. So they got recruited by Santar, who was, <laughs> uh, obviously, I, I've linked a picture of him at the bottom. I don't know if you scrolled all the way down. But he, uh, he is a half-man, half-horse Santa um, who <laughs> pulls his own sleigh. But he was able to incorporate a lot of interesting creatures in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was an eggnaga, which was a uh, eggnog and a an naga. Uh, and then anti uh, I'm gonna it's a it's a ginger the ginger hag. So itzinnnaburzingbur, it's a type of plant, but it's okay. ginger because uh, indoor loves to pull pranks and be a troll and <laughs> the second crossover event uh the the we started out running through a forest and then basically the it got flatter and flatter as like we went from 3D to 2D so oh. we went and and then once we got to the the hut where this hag was we had to defeat her went into the basement and then freaking the whole thing was just for this pun at the end where it was like do you want to reset new year's resolution (laughs) and i was so i was so done
0: (laughs) with the puns the puns yes oh my god
1: the whole episode was for a one pun at the end and i feel like
0: that's holiday games though (laughs) like you're just like you know it's a it's a it's a regular dungeon but we're gonna just like put Christmas yeah. ornaments everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I, I ran one where it was, uh, Krampus stealing children because that's. Okay, I mean, yeah. Krampus yep, is that, like. I don't know. Solar. I just feel like he's d and D villain. He should be in the books. I feel. Yeah. At this yeah. point, <laughs> uh, because so many people need a holiday villain, uh, mm-hmm. and he was stealing children, and so they go up to like Santa's slate or Santa's shop, or uh, Krampus's shop, and uh, I had like reindeer that were like chasing them and they had to go through reindeer and then you have like uh frost monsters that are snowmen that are attacking Mm -hmm. them yeah um and once they got into the shop there were uh vine blights which were the ribbons um of the presents because the elves are like wrapping presents so like those animate and you have like uh presents that are mimics that attack and things like that and so i don't know it's just really fun and you it's I like holiday games a lot. I like uh mm-hmm. Halloween games a lot. And I think like like you were saying I have done a few holiday games, but it seems every Halloween hits and I'm like, oh, yeah. I've got to like do some kind of like Halloween yeah. something. And so I, I always like spooky. Yeah, it's just I like that a lot. <laughs> but No,
1: I I, yeah. I think themed games are really fun. Like whatever it is, uh I I've, I've played in a game where um my one of my home games Uh, he did, like, a Fourth of July theme where we were attacked (laughs) by gnomes who were, like, blowing up fireworks on us. It was, like, just... uh, But that's so fun. and It grounds you a little bit. And Mm -hmm. it's not just this, like, fantasy. It's fun, too. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I think uh, going back... I mean, bringing it back full circle, like, the Acquisitions Incorporated, uh, uh, my players were just like, oh, no, like, this is fun, but, like, it's not... We want it we we don't want it to be gritty realistic, but we want right. like a level of realism. Yeah. And it feels like the acquisitions incorporated rules don't do that kind of a thing. And I think yeah. you're right, holiday games do the same thing where it's just mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, you guys are you know, you saved you saved Waterdeep, and now all of a sudden you're whisked away to the North Pole and mm-hmm. you know, and it's just kinda yeah, like I don't exactly. know. Exactly. But, but for me, that is D D. Like I love yeah. I love the uh the silly jokes and uh the play on words um so i just i don't know every time i make uh actually we were talking in the um forgotten realms uh explain discord that mm-hmm. i have for patrons where it's like well what do you do when you need to name a magic item or something yeah and yeah. uh a couple of people were saying like oh i use like different languages and stuff like that yeah. and i do that yeah. all the time i was like oh mm-hmm. i want to have like i want to and i use it for character names too i was like i want to mm-hmm. have a shape-shifting druid that turns only into frogs and his (laughs) name's gonna be ghetto because that is the noise that frogs make in Japanese just like we say rivet they say ghetto ghetto And so I was like oh that's gonna be his name and I don't know I just love Things like that. And then yeah. And then at the game, you're just like secretly smiling. It's yeah, like I'm so clever. This is awesome.
1: <laughs> I have a joke with me. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much. I fun. named a character uh in Elvish, her name was Sailor Moon. Yes. <laughs> but uh, her name was uh Valrea, I think I wanna say. Yeah. I think it was that character or Kyrian. Kyrian. And uh yeah. I love it. I was like, <laughs> I'm Sailor Moon. <laughs>
0: Uh, do you have any holiday games planned coming up?
1: Oh, do I, Jordan? I don't know. Um, I have, <laughs> I do have uh, next week, I believe we're doing a crossover event with our with uh, indoors Ghost of Saltmarsh game and our uh, homebrew game. So I will be. Um, How many players playing... is that then? Well, it'll be. Somebody does Monday, some, and some people do Tuesday, uh-huh. or I'm sorry, Thursday. So, like, it'll be four people per episode. Oh, uh, okay. So, it won't be the whole thing. But um, I believe we're doing that still. Uh, and then Friday, I'm in a game. Uh, I don't know. This Some dude is doing a Dungeon Call cra- Classics game. I don't know. It's me.
0: Hi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jordan, Ph. Silent. Uh, Yes, uh, we're going to run a holiday Dungeon Crawl Classics game um, called The Old Gods, or mm, I forget the name, but mm-hmm. it's going to be good. Um, yeah. I actually haven't finished reading it, but I got about halfway the other day when I was reading it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is fun. Like, this yeah. is going to be hilarious, so I'm really excited. Uh, unfortunately, my poor players, I'm like, you guys are like, oh, let's, uh, let's play a game, and... I'm like, well, let's not play D&D because right, that's like on brand for system. Jordan. So why would I do that? <laughs> so we're going to play Dungeon Crawl Classics. So they're busily uh, trying to learn how DCC works. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So that's going to be on Indoor Adventurer's channel, mm-hmm. uh, on his Twitch channel, probably like 6 or 6.30 on Friday, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, that's my time, 8 yeah. eight or 8.30 Eastern. Mm-hmm. Um, and it should be really good. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. So that's our yeah. holiday game. Uh, Yeah. So... I'm just going down through our list of things because we have show notes. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, LB, our guest, yes. our wonderful Hi. co-host uh, for the day, um, you play a lot of games. I do. <laughs> um, and you play a lot of games online. Yes. And Lucian and I have talked about this, I don't want to say to death, but mm-hmm. he's very adamant that he, he really likes playing on the computer. Yeah. Um he likes roll 20. He likes the tools. He he just really I don't know, enjoys all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh I really prefer the table because yeah. I want to I don't want to like, I don't know, I want to draw the the map as it's happening and yeah. I like minis and mm-hmm. I like the freedom of like Well, and you don't have to stream, I guess. But like, I always feel when I'm at the computer, I have to stream a game. And then it's like, oh, I need to like get up and get another beer or something. Mm And I don't know. I just feel awkward that I can't do that when I'm streaming. But uh, real-life table play or streaming on the internet, which do you prefer?
1: That's a very difficult question. Because if I could play all games in person, I probably would. But then I don't get to play with my friends online. That's true. I think having, I think each one has its pros and cons. I think be, having to be on when in front of the monitor the whole time is, is a bit difficult. Like when you're, when we're playing at my house, when we're doing our uh, Descent to Avernus game, it's like, all right, well, you guys figure out what you're doing. I'm going to go upstairs and yes. get some pizza. <laughs> and like, you can just, It's very relaxed, and I think that I've gotten to the point where streaming online, doing stuff like this, Mm -hmm. I feel way more relaxed doing it. I remember the first time I streamed, and I was like, oh my god, I just have to like look forward the whole time. And now I'm like, where the fuck is my cat? (laughs) (laughs) I was Um,
0: petrified the first time I got invited to a stream. And I had only played on... Table. I yeah. gesture over here because that's where my table yeah. is. But I've only played like at the table and they were like, no, we want you to be on the stream. And I was like, OK. And um, the r- other people seem to know exactly what they were doing. And I'm just yeah. like, and I want to point out I had never been a player uh, yeah. for a <laughs> I want to say a fifth, no, like I hadn't been a player for like a year and a half. And so I'm just like, I don't, I don't even know how to play. Like, what do I do? Like, (laughs) and yeah, I was like some kind of fighter and I was running Mm -hmm. around and it was a really fun game. And I've made uh, lifelong friends from that game, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you're right. Like, I don't know. I really prefer table, I guess. I just like the relaxedness of it. Um, I
1: do and I like what and I, you'll probably get on this level too. I like acting with people mm-hmm. when they're there. yeah, like I'm like I'm having an emotional scene with another character and I'm staring at my screen yeah. and I'm like I don't they don't even know if I'm looking at them, which is also good because if I don't want to zone out during the game because my character is not paying attention, I can pull up something else and, yeah. and scroll through Pinterest and nobody knows because I'm looking in the same spot
0: uh now we all know but uh, yeah no
1: you know look for it you're You'll on see pinterest me right now i Stop am it. <laughs> i'm sorry sorry But uh, yeah no yeah. I, I would definitely prefer to play in person but i understand that that there's a challenge with that as far as like yeah. finding people and i mean you have a good group and i have a good group now but i don't know man having people over my house five nights a week and i can't just be like hey no leave yeah <laughs>
0: yeah no and it's uh especially so uh you know surprise i have a baby now Mm -hmm. and uh i'm trying to organize an online game because uh i have all of these wonderful people in my life uh through the internet that i want to like hang out with and interact with and uh, uh lb you and i were talking right before the stream started that i was uh we met at gen con Mm-hmm. And uh, you actually asked me like, "Have we done a game together?" And I was like, "No, I don't think so. Like, I've never met you. Like, I know of you because you've been on X, Y, and Z stream. Yeah. But uh, I was like, I don't know you. And but we just kind of like hit it off. But yeah. I was at the Critical Role uh, party that mm-hmm. they were having, and I ran into a bunch of people that I'd done one shots with. And you're just, like, hugs and talking like you're old friends and da-da-da because you have this shared experience. And it is like, oh, you're right. And these people are really cool. And if I want to play with these people, I need to, like, do that. Um, But I've also done some local games because I went to uh, Adventure League for a while until I found, like, a group. And... I don't want to be like, you know, there's just, there's people that you don't necessarily want to play with (laughs) that also like D&D. And although everybody should be allowed to play D&D, it's like, well, I don't know. It's just kind of one of those things where you need to find the people that you mesh with best.
1: Right. Exactly. And that can
0: be easier online, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. Because, I don't know, you can like go watch their Twitch stream or like see Mm -hmm. how they post on Twitter. And you're like, I think we're aligned. It's going to be fun.
1: Yeah. Stalk people to see if they're good for your game or not.
0: (laughs) <laughs> um, and indoor says I get a night on his channel, so yeah, I'll, I'll hijack yeah. it, and we'll have the uh, the Jordan, uh, I don't know, the Jordan like Friday night show where me and Felix play checkers. It's gonna be great because yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna run anything cool indoor. I'm gonna just play check- checkers with my cat, and you're gonna I, regret I think that's, everything about that. Is that is solid
1: content. though. Solid content. Solid content. I stream my kittens like yeah. People love that. <laughs>
0: um, you play a lot of games, LB. Do you have any memorable characters that you've played over the years? Anything really awesome that you're like, you know, I wish I could go back and play this character again. Or like, I can't play this character because they died, but I have like their shrine up on the wall. and
1: (laughs) I I light a candle every like
0: 14th of November. (laughs)
1: Uh, No, I do have, I I actually keep a lot of my character sheets from characters I've played in the past. Um, I I do have uh, a couple that just every once in a while pop up. And like I said, in my, I've been watching, and this is kind of a bardic inspiration thing too. I've been watching uh, a lot of sewing uh, tutorials, not tutorials or vlogs recently. And uh, this one woman, uh, Bernadette Banner does uh, Victorian era recreations and one watch her stuff. She's amazing. And she speaks so eloquently and like, she's an amazing person, but she, uh, she's she been re- reproducing like corsets and, and dresses and she did this Lady Sherlock outfit. But I have a character named Maggie who was in a, um, not Monster of the Week, the other one, uh, Apocalypse World mm. uh, game. And I played her, she was from the Victorian era. We were doing time travel mm-hmm. and she was so, I wish it, I got to play her more because she's uh, she's very honest. But in a very manipulative way. So she worshipped Grasit, the uh, demon lord, mm-hmm. and uh, she had this cult or these followers. And uh, she, it was it was a challenge to because I can do manipulating characters, but to do it without lying is really difficult. Like when she would, like get people to come into her cult, she would talk about like. Oh, yeah, no, he wants everyone to have you know to do what they want without restrictions, like mm-hmm. that sort of thing, like, and then you slowly like bring it in like, oh, the he's the green eyed man, he's you know what this, that, and the other, and then, and then at the end, when they're all so invested in, it, then you're like, yeah, he's a demon, <laughs> <laughs> but to to play that long con, um, yeah. so yeah, I've been thinking about her a lot because where I'm actually playing with that group with g b in um we're doing a uh, monster of the week game Mm -hmm. on Saturdays and every once in a while, I'm just like, God, I want to play Maggie again. She was so stoic and eloquent and I'm not. (laughs) Reminds me
0: of uh, the comedian Maria Bamford had a Mm. bit where she's just like, She's like, so, uh, Maria, if you want to come over, like, it's just a couple of friends. We're going to get together and we're going to have, um, I don't know, there might be some drinks and stuff, but yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. just come on over. It's going to be good. And we're going to, we might talk and uh, i might have some pamphlets that I could hand out and it's going to be just a really nice time. Mm-hmm. So, so why don't you come over? And then Maria goes, sure. I'll join your cult. Yeah.
1: like, yeah. oh,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, that was it. The blood orgies and stuff, all yeah. that, you know, yep, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. but yeah, no, that's, um, There, there are a couple characters that I, two of my characters have become gods now in my. Oh wow! Yeah, one of them um is was a druid, and then, well, I guess maybe three. One of them was a demigod. She was soul's child, who was like sent because she, they, it was a whole thing. But she ended up ascending, (laughs) uh, into the celestial plane. She wasn't like a god, but she saved all of them. So like that's fine. Yeah. in that game, one of my other characters, Tifa, who uh, Cyberwolf hates um, because she's an in indoors game now because of patron, pa- Patreon, whatever. But she went into the underworld and killed the soul of the Raven Queen, so she became the Raven Queen. Yes. So yeah.
0: <laughs> so that yeah. there you go. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. But if I ever want to revisit and I encourage people to do this if I ever want to revisit or um think about my characters I'd write a story about them. Mm-hmm. I'd like sit down and I'm like, "All right, well, let me either write the story of what happened to them in the game or write a new story, like write a little enclosed one-shot for them mm-hmm. and or like I'd novelize it, but in general, I think Either that or monologue in the shower. Yeah, them. yeah. That's
0: so fun. <laughs> Um, makes me uh so again going full circle the acquisitions incorporated stuff. I really like the idea of like having a character that's tied to you. That like yeah. when your friends are just like, hey, I want to run a game, you just use that character. And for yeah. a while, I was doing that with this kobold thief named Dirk, and I, I used him on uh, a couple one shots. And then Lucian had a game where I I play. I was like, I'm gonna play Dirk again. That sounds fun. Like, mm-hmm. and he's gone from like level nine to level five to like yeah. level eight because it was yeah. whatever I needed him to be for yeah. the one shot um, but I like the idea of like having this character that it I don't know it's it's hard because it's fun to play new characters all the time yeah. but yeah. I think it's also fun especially in a streaming sense where mm-hmm. you know people are are tuning in and they're like oh oh Jordan's Dirk again like that's really yeah. exciting and yeah. they like to see that character and they like to see you be that character yes, in a new yeah. situation uh, and it would be I don't know, this is another 2020 pipe dream, but I want to get like a group of friends together and be like, here's our core group of characters and we're going to do like occasional one shots with them here and there. Mm-hmm. And then like, maybe we all play at Gen Con together and record yeah. that as a podcast or like, maybe we do this. Yeah. But like, but it's always like, oh yeah, GB has this character or Lucian has this one or LB has this one and I don't know. Uh, it would be yeah. really ah, another pipe dream. I've got like yeah. tons of those, but yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I also love like making alternate universes with my friends, oh, where yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, well, what if this character met this character? Yeah, like they uh, instead of like your of crossover having...
0: events that you're doing, kind exactly. of exactly.
1: Yeah. But instead of having a uh, ghost meet Hubris, uh, Abby meets Hubris, and how would that change their lives and relationships? Mm-hmm. And yeah, so yeah, I have a lot of t- I have a lot of that in my head. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, and then speaking of uh games and your head and things like that uh <laughs> what are you what are you playing? what are you working on what are you, what's going on? Oh, My God like, like so all many of the games, games so many, but like, yeah. yeah. Okay. What well, what have you been doing in games the past week? We'll say that.
1: Okay, uh, the past the past week. Okay, uh, last week was monster of the week. Uh, in our uh, Sunday at four o'clock game, uh, we found out we were hunting this uh, creature that we thought was a werewolf. Turns out it's a straga, uh, and it was created by a demon. Uh, so we. Kind of trapped her. Uh, she's in a cage, uh, but we've also trapped the demon that created her. And we all kind of we're all kind of new at this monster hunting thing, in in the sense of like actually hunting monsters. My character is the expert, so she has read all this stuff, but she has really no idea what she's like. She has a shotgun. But she like every time she sh- shoots it, she like falls backwards because yeah. she doesn't know what she's it's doing. It's all
0: theory. Like exactly. I know that I point the gun this way and blah, but yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no real world experience. Yeah.
1: she got a m- nasty bruise from it last time. Um, and then we didn't have our uh, um, pro restarter. We do our uh, cipher system game. We did not have that this week. Monday was uh, the four keeps. Um, where let me think.
0: Well, and Four Keeps is a DD and d game that you're in long yeah. running on Indoor Adventure's yeah. channel. Fifth,
1: yeah, yeah, fifth edition homebrew. Uh, I play a halfling barbarian named Gwen. That's this half. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, um, one of our characters got uh, kidnapped. Uh, and the, at the end of last episode, uh, Indoor had uh, trouble because we had a guest, and this thing needed to go in a certain direction we only had so much time and so he kind of railroaded my character into not doing what she would have done which is fine as a dm and as a player i get that and i understand that you know like if you want to get to a certain spot and you you only have so much time you know right there's a, i'm not upset about it so uh he but he he was and he's like hey look you know that's i know that you didn't want to do this and and but it So, anyways, we ended up finding him, and one of our character, one of the the guest character, GB's character, um, had given this the Calum to the bad guys, basically. So then he got kidnapped, and when we got him, GB's character was acting like he had no idea what was going on, Mm -hmm. and so what ended up happening was uh, one of the characters insight checked him. And uh, I guess I want your opinion on this. When you insight check another character, another player character, do you have your uh, that character role for either deception or um, persuasion, or do you use it as like a flat? You have to get over this to realize what's going on.
0: Uh, it's tricky. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. a good question. Um, and uh i did a tomb of horrors game Mm -hmm. and one of my players was trying to hide something from somebody else Uh and uh she like meta knowledge knew that this person was hiding this thing yeah but uh so uh, in that case because meta knowledge everybody at the table knew that Mm -hmm. uh this character was lying and hiding something i had him roll Deception and she roll yeah. insight, and we see which one is higher. Yeah. Um, from what it sounds from you, you didn't have meta knowledge that something you like. You might be well, like something's did, going yeah. on. Oh, you did have knowledge. Yeah, okay. we
1: knew that he had given this character to the bad guy. Uh,
0: okay, so but yes, I would have done it know, like that. Yeah, uh, but at the same time, uh, I guess my point was is that if people didn't really know what was going on, I would use yeah. a standard number. Like me, yeah. the DM knows that you know Jacob over there is lying, right. but mm-hmm. uh, you know LB doesn't know, so LB's yeah. gonna roll insight, and I'm gonna be like, no, he's telling the truth, you know. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. Uh, I think it's yeah. a, an interesting predicament, and I, 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 at my table personally, I always say, all right, roll a uh, perception or deception or a, a deception or a persuasion persuasion check. Like I don't specify, you know, oh, roll deception because. Then they would know that it's a lie. But if okay, you, yeah, yeah. So like, what you know, whatever you're doing, roll for it. But I think, I think what's going on because I, as smart, I think that his memory was wiped. Mm. So because he he absolutely believed what he was saying, and the the roll was pretty high. So I think that's uh, I think that's what's going on. But I thought that was interesting too. Um, and then Tuesday was uh, Curse of Strahd, which I actually or no, we had him switch this week, but Curse of Strahd this week was the guest game. So I wasn't in it. We're doing our assault on Ravenloft, which is incredible. And it's going to be scary. Um, <laughs> I'm not ready for it.
0: And that's the big culmination where you guys are probably yeah. going to finish this in January or something, correct? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah Cause next week is, um, uh, we, we had to break into three groups because I won't be there next week, but, um, yeah, the, the one group is going to get the sword. One group's going to kill the heart. And the other group, which I'm part of, is going to go uh, free Escher uh, from the dungeons and then meet up and kill Strahd. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but that's it for me this week. I didn't have, you know, 100 games. <laughs> Only the three. Only the
0: three. No, that's <laughs> really cool. Uh, yeah, and you're running. And a lot of these games, I think all of them uh, are streamed. So, if you are interested in LB's game or the like, cl- you know, uh, the climactic end to Curse of Strahd, uh, yeah. be sure to check out her. Well, I'll say go to your Twitter, and I think yeah. you have all of your games pinned on Twitter, so people can find yeah. them if they'll be
1: interested. Either in that. that, or I'll retweet it. when Yeah, it's <laughs>
0: something like that. So go follow her; she's awesome. Um, I don't, I didn't play any games last week because uh, life and Christmas Mm -hmm. really like people have like holiday stuff going on. Yeah. Um, But I am playing today directly after and Mm -hmm. my players were, uh, well, it's the same guys that I play with in Acquisitions Incorporated, but, you know, uh, Nathan DMs that one and then I DM this one. Uh, But something i forget exactly what happened but we decided to not play acquisitions incorporated at his house and come over to my house so i need to clean my game table so that we can actually do that but um ghosts of salt marsh is it's so good like it's really fun <laughs> i really like it a lot and mm-hmm. i i've said this before on the stream but like when i was reading it i was really frustrated because one adventure gets them to level five and then yes. the next adventure is level seven yeah, and you're yeah. like, well, do I just bump them up two levels? And I yeah. and I personally didn't want to do that. So yeah. in the back of the book is a bunch of like, here's like side quests that they can go on, mm-hmm. and so they did a bunch of side quests, and those side quests have allowed me to kind of wrap the story around them uh, mm-hmm. like a tasty burrito, and now they're <laughs> in this like novel burrito that they're just like yeah. mm, world building and lore, and it's it's just delightful. Yay. So. Now they are level seven, and we're actually getting back into uh, mm-hmm. the the dungeon. And so today is going to be the start of a fairly long and complicated dungeon crawl. And I don't know entirely how to do it because I like to draw the maps out ahead of time. But yes. in this situation, I don't think I can because the dungeon is so big, yeah. and my map is only so big. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, what, what might happen is I'll draw a little encounter rooms here and there. Mm-hmm. And then I think... I'll hand them the map at some point and say, yeah. you know, here a marker, like here's where you are, here's yeah. where you can kind of go, and things like that. But yeah, uh, yeah they have to like assault this uh, Sahagun mm-hmm. fortress, and
1: That's awesome. most
0: of it is underwater. And mm-hmm. so they're going to have to figure out like water breathing things. One of them's a triton, so he's fine. And the other artificer has a <laughs> yeah. cap of water breathing, but, yeah. uh, the dwarf is just like, well, I've got seven potions of water breathing. I'm like, well, then you can be seven hours yeah. underwater. Yeah. Are you going to do a long rest under the water? Like we need to figure something <laughs> out, buddy. Uh, so I, yeah. yeah.
1: We've stacked our game, our, our, uh, salt marsh game. I'm a triton. We have, a uh, air Genasi, mm-hmm. a, uh, Oh, GB is a warforged, and then we have one human who, yeah, like, <laughs> who needs the
0: like. I can't exactly. breathe underwater, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got that's it. Funny. We got
1: her. She's fine. <laughs> but yeah, we did that's kind of go ahead. Yeah, we just we just got kidnapped in our game because uh, we are in that stage between
0: F- fifth five and, and seven. Level. Yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, my character's uh, history is being brought up now because uh, all of our um, significant others uh, have been kidnapped or have mm. been taken, and uh, my my past is coming to to haunt me, because I was a monster hunter, and uh, I let one go, and he became my druid. Uh, he's a, a dragon tor- turtle. Yeah. And he, he became my uh, mentor and taught me about druidness and all that sort of stuff. So I, I got in trouble for letting him go, and I might have to do trial by combat here, so.
0: That's awesome.
1: That's where we are.
0: Yeah. I. <laughs> It's the first time, like reading the book, it was one of the first times that, sorry, that five to seven level again, was the first time that I was really like, this is a campaign setting. And when I bought the book, I wasn't thinking, oh, a campaign setting. But like, uh, uh, I did a whole adventure, and I talked about this earlier, where I opened up the book while my players were figuring out their plan. I rolled several dice looked at tables, and I'm like, you find an island populated by this with this. And then I worked that all into some cohesive story, and it was just really fun. And it along...
1: Hey, we're back. Hi. (laughs)
0: Um, a long time ago, I was running, um, or sorry, a long. Oh, there we go. My computer's dinging me that I have successfully reconnected. Um, a long time ago, I did a YouTube video on just rolling randomly in the DMG to create a story. And mm-hmm. I don't I think it's a really underrated resource cuz you can be like I don't know what to do for a one shot or for like what am I going to do for d d tonight and you can open yeah. that up and be like, well, ah, okay, a troll that is surrounded by vampires that has yeah. a heart that glows like the sun. Let's do it." And I mean, that's <laughs> I want to play that right now. That sounds awesome. <laughs> like so, I don't know. Do it. Do it. Just do it, man. Just do it. So, I'm really looking forward to going to Saltmarsh today. Um Real quick, before we go, uh, lots of games are happening in the future. Um, Mm -hmm. I am going to be playing tomorrow at 2 PM Pacific on uh, Satine Phoenix's Gilding Light Twitch channel. Um, my friend D&D Elise is going to be running uh, us through, I think, an uh, Eberron game. I'm not really sure what's going on. We were playing a uh, Feywild game, and then it changed, but we're, we're going to be on that tomorrow. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. So go check that out. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Dungeon Crawl Classics holiday game with LB yeah. and Cyberwolf and GB and R-Justice and... Wings. Wings. Those uh, are all regulars on Indoor Adventures channel, mm-hmm. but we're going to be on Indoor Adventures channel playing that on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so follow me on Twitter if you guys want to come check it out, because I, I don't run a ton of games online, which will hopefully mm-hmm. change for 2020. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And yeah, you want to plug anything before we take off?
1: Um, check my Twitter. I, I am in uh, three to five games a week. Uh, and I think I might have overbooked myself for next year. But I'm here for it. Yes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I play every Monday and Tuesday on the Indoor Adventures channel. On uh, Fridays, every other week, I play on Dammit Barry's channel, doing Ghost of Saltmarsh. Uh, Sundays, every other week, I do uh, Monster of the Week on uh, G Game Night's channel. And then afterwards, uh, Pro Restarters channel with uh, Apocalypse World. And we're, that's going to be done at the end of the year. So that spot's gonna be clear, and I might actually have a Sunday night. But nah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure out something. Yeah, um, yeah. And again, about the uh, Satine's Gilding Light channel, um, mm-hmm. they're doing like, I mean, I'm tomorrow. The super famous people are actually performing today. But like Keith Baker's running a Eberron game, and mm-hmm. they have uh, Travis McElroy and a bunch of other really cool people. So yeah. go check out her stream um because it's cool but i thank you for coming and checking out our humble stream because that's awesome and that's on twitch uh you guys are fantastic thank you again yeah. for watching us thanks for hanging out thanks for joining us this saturday morning D show please share this with your friends tell other people if you listen to the podcast rate us on itunes uh give us a thumbs up do all those things subscribe we're still trying to get to a thousand subscribers it would be awesome Yay. if we could uh lb thank you yes. very much
1: Thank you for having me.
0: The talented LB Hackem up I really enjoy that you were able to come and hang out with us today. That's awesome. So uh, twice, yeah, you're going to become a regular. And then I I, I still think that, yeah, you and Lucian are going to, like, push me out of the way. And it's like, what?
1: What?
0: Yeah, what? (laughs) (laughs) He's on to us. I mean... (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys so much. Uh, I'm going to go to my end screen here and get the trans, because I never set this up correctly. But we will see you next Saturday for another episode of the Saturday Morning D&D Show. Um, Happy Christmas and all that jazz. And thank you guys so much for coming out. Goodbye. Bye. Our intro and outro music is 8-Bit March by Twin Musicom, licensed under Creative Commons. Check out their website at www.twinmusicom.org.